Welcome to the Menza podcast. Menza is a social audio app that is dedicated to 20-minute focus conversations where we explore topics like careers, social change, arts, travel, technology and more. In this podcast, we stitch some of our weekly conversations together for your convenience. In part 1, Ari Sudan, who hosts these weekly conversations, spoke about the do's and don'ts and tips and tricks about podcasting. In part 2, he speaks to podcasters from the country who share their journeys and experiences. The first conversation is with Divya Kapoor, who hosts a podcast called Mommy Track Daddy Whispers, and it's a podcast about women's health post-pregnancy. I come from uh, Delhi. I've been born and raised in Lucknow, so I have a very strong connection to Lucknow. And um, this entire podcast thing started with uh, my own childbirth experience. I had joined back work. Divya was nine months old. I the entire event. of the childbirth and the postpartum experience of extreme emotional anxiety was very vivid in my memory and it keep it keep coming back that the problems of you know in, even in the workspace everybody started seeing me as a mother less as the person i was before um from conversations at uh, meetings to asking for a promotion everybody looked at me as a mother now you come early you go early um that's when i thought uh, let's start something else on the side so that was the first thing uh, that came to my mind when it came to podcasting uh, when i thought of what should i exactly put into it i could not think of anything else that i would stick to in the longer run uh so uh, when it comes to podcasting i read everywhere that it should be something that you want to stick to in the long run it's something that will take you time to become somebody in that space so it was just a medium of expression for me and it was the easiest to talk about my journey as a mother because that was my journey and that's what i called it in the first few episodes and the entire emotional experience was very draining for me the extreme anxiety uh, the extreme crying and the lack of understanding in people around me especially women so when i used to keep crying weeping uh, in that period of time and i had my lows um, I was always met with suggestions. Oh, stop crying! This will hurt you. Oh, what's your problem? But nobody came and asked me, um, "Why? Why is it happening to you?" And in, in you know, when you are in that emotional turmoil state, it's always a high and a low. So there's a low point, then comes a fine balance situation. So when I used to have those conversations with women in those balance times. Um, they would um, say, "Yeah, we went through the same postpartum experience. We used to cry." as well and we had our lows so it was like then why did you not know how to handle somebody who was in that entire space with you at that point in time so i thought the emotional handling of women postpartum is not there that awareness that understanding is not there so the first episode came out of postpartum depression changing family dynamics the entire family then that family's approach goes back to the child and the mother is left on her own and and it goes on from there so Uh, the first few episodes, the entire first season was based on that. So I think that that's 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 where it started. That's so good to hear, Divya. And I remember listening to your initial episodes when I was, uh, you know, preparing for a feedback. And I've seen that journey of how you started, and then you know, it becomes more and more engaging with time. So that was something really good. And thanks for sharing that. But this is such a niche area. Did you have some? uh kind of you know expertise or background on it or you prepared all of it from the scratch you know once you thought of putting a podcast together i i put up everything from scratch i put up everything based on my experience so i do not want to sound like an expert i was not an expert i um always added a disclaimer that this is my experience if you resonate with it we'll form a community of people who share experiences I kept asking women to share, send me their experiences so that we put on uh, all of that uh, in that space. So I literally just jotted down how I felt about things. I read a lot about human psychology and family dynamics. So that 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 kind of a research I did. Uh, but I did I, I did I am not an expert in that space. It all came from my own experience and observation and understanding of things around me. Um, 
yeah but later the transition point that came in uh, and and understand what you're referring to here is when the childbirth education the bite size pregnancy series and all the knowledge based things came up they came up with the journey of the podcast so i had those questions lurking in my brain that uh, why did i undergo a cesarean and that entire episode was the reason for my trauma postpartum um so there was this episode with meka for season 2 the first episode where i go through my entire labor journey and try and figure out where exactly uh, i lagged i did not what exactly did i not know that i landed up into that situation and that's when i realized the about the power of preparation in pregnancy postpartum i did not know what to ask in that particular situation when i was admi- being administered an injection to rush up my pains the labor pains that were going up absolutely normal so that, that that's how it is um you know the entire system is not really in favor of women um and there is very little understanding on the emotional aspect of childbirth also how a woman feels during labor has a strong impact on how she'll deliver the baby how the hormones will come into play whether the labor will progress or stall or stop at all um all that information i got from mega and she's a childbirth expert she's a doula and i thought wow and there is so much in it for me to learn so there is so much in it for everybody else to learn and that's where the transition point came that's why i enrolled as a childbirth educator uh, i enrolled being uh, to be a lactation counselor and i'm studying to get certified and that's where uh, the education point is coming in that's where the expertise is coming in i'm yet to be certified but um, uh that kind of uh, the niche is being drawn from there from that transition so like like they say you know the child is one of your biggest and the best teachers uh, so in in your yeah. case i think divi has been playing that role yes absolutely if if there was a low it has actually shown me a new path i quit my job um 6 months back um, because it was again um when you go through a phase of anxiety it it doesn't go away without proper healing it, the bouts of anxiety kept coming back because i was trying to occupy myself with too many things and i had a very bad period of involuntary reactionary experiences um which you can uh, call panic attack it's it wasn't that huge but it was still those involuntary uh, behavior that i started experiences and that that's when i realized that okay you need to stop take a step back focus on what you like and that's when i left my job um focus on the podcast and a new journey of getting into the entire childbirth space becoming an expert a certified counselor has come in. yeah i think that this entire childbirth thing has changed my life <laughs> yeah right and and i don't think there is any other podcast on this particular topic uh, especially in india other than you know weber makes one from uh, the father's perspective or babiti so yes uh, yes that's the other one and you recently collaborated with him as well i think that was the most wonderful episode and the fun episode as well uh, yeah yeah i got a lot of views together yeah yeah so have people reached out to you offline you know after listening to some of your episodes about advice or even some feedback or thoughts um yes the initial few episodes were really striking for people when i put out the postpartum depression episode writing out all my experience of expressing the animalist behavior that i did that's how i felt like to term it because it's easier to put the perspective in place i had women coming back to me writing in entire i remember a friend of mine she wrote back to me the entire list of what she went through it was an hour um of whatsapp audio um I have friends calling me up now. <laughs> uh, they keep asking me about uh, we are in this stage. What should we do now, and all that. But yes, uh, with that, I would also like to put in perspective that it's a handful of people who come back to me. It is still, uh, you know, putting the podcast out to so many women who may get benefit out of this is actually trying to tell them uh, that you need that benefit because that kind of awareness is still not there. That this benefit is needed so unless that need perspective is put into place um, this entire uh, you know trying to bring value will not be able to you know fall into that space so i think that is where work is required and so that's very important right now 
Absolutely, and there is so much of awareness. So for a person like me, I had never heard words like uh, you know perinatal and postpartum depression. Never ever. It was only after your podcast that you know, I came to know these things like that. So truly yeah, amazing. And also, this uh, Arifson brings me to the point that when I'm now, so it's a journey. You learn from podcasting itself. The more you do it, the more you figure out what can actually make an impact on the audience. So. using these phrases i now that i'm planning season 3 we're going to talk about perennial health but if i talk it uh, if i speak about it in the way of perennial health i'm only going to get a few people listening to it those who understand perennial health i am now trying to draft it in a way that it connects first gets them hooked and then they figure out these terms and know that what perennial health is um So yeah, that, that's a great point that you brought in. That these terms also need to be broken down and put across in a way, it in the value that they should be received. Totally, totally. Uh, so this is this is very insightful. Anur Anurag Upasna, you have any uh, thoughts or questions for Divya? Not really, Rishudan. I've been listening. I jumped in to kind of compliment you for your voice. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'll stay quiet and listen. That was my idea. Sure. Uh, Upasna, I think you have to unmute. Okay, you are already unmuted. So feel free to ask anything, Upasna, or any thoughts. And any listeners, post your comments if you have any questions. For I mean, I got a lot of questions for Divya. So, <laughs> but anybody else? So, so Divya, in your journey, uh, because you know it's directly linked with your family, your husband, uh, Divi, they are all part of this, right? How was their reaction when you first coined this idea that I want to do a podcast, and when you actually started doing it? I'm sure they must have been very, very supportive and probably your backbone as well. But uh, how was the reaction? So initially, we were all trying to figure out what a podcast is, including myself. I heard this. Uh, uh, I have not been a listener of podcasts uh, myself, uh, to be very honest. I jumped on this um, some three years back. and it's been one and a half year that i started podcasting so they also coming to terms now now they know but in general are so then i mean uh, most podcasts are like lot of preparation right i mean it's it's not as extempore as i used to believe it is right uh, no i mean if somebody has to make a good podcast there are a lot of people who make it extempore and you know some of them even produce uh, one episode a day uh, which may be okay depending on the topic Uh, if it's news related kind of a thing then i think that's all right but a topic like this it really requires and divya particularly like she said she had no specific background so you know you need to read up quite a bit uh, relate that and convert that into a story format that itself mm-hmm. is a huge task so no research and uh, research preparation no research yeah. yeah 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 So we have Upasna also here who does a podcast on minimalism. So uh, probably you know next Sunday or the Sunday after you want to have her mm-hmm. as a guest. Mm-hmm. It looks like the guy is facing problems. I think topical podcast takes less time effort. Niche ones, which niche step takes a lot of. Yeah. That's what Mahesh is saying, Arishudan. Yeah, Devya, good to yeah. have you back. Yeah. I I think I lost connection earlier. No, no worries, Devya. Uh, so we were just discussing that you know a podcast like this requires deep research and putting the whole thing into a story format, episode after episode. So in, in terms of challenges, what do you think has been your biggest challenge so far in your podcasting journey? I mean, the initial part, I'm sure, like you know. Learning what what the hell this is and how do you go about it? But overall, what what's been your biggest challenge so far? Um, the biggest challenge is again um, trying to break down the topics into smaller chunks that it makes sense and it connects. And I think um, I remember this one episode where uh, I, I was writing the third episode, which was about family dynamics and. how the entire the situation of the entire family changes when a new member comes in um so the perspective was now a baby has come into your family imagine a, a new person coming into your family the entire um, 
response of the entire family that changes the conversations change so that impacts so when i was doing that episode there was so much to put in i wrote it thrice and recorded it twice so that kind of a challenge is always there um and apart from that i think for a podcast the social media is again another challenge to to uh, to the, the way social media has become now um put out because podcasting in itself takes a great chunk of your time to draft an entire strategy for your social media is another piece of challenge so i think those are the uh, big two challenges that i've faced Mm, and it's a learning journey right right and i i think every fellow podcaster will agree to that spe- specifically around you know a topic like this so one thing is the challenge part but if we talk about you know a more uh, happy side of it what's been your most fun experience so far in your journey um as far as the, the fun experiences are um there are weird experiences uh, I, i cannot recall any fun experience but uh, whenever there is uh, a recording we have to prep to get so sometimes uh, i would prefer recording late in the night say 11 11:30 and even later so i don't get a lot of guests who would want to wake up uh, that late so sometimes i get a call okay uh, let's let's uh, let's do it at 9:30 because uh, I think I'm very sleepy and I want to sleep. That's what happened uh, in the uh, third last episode with the guy Nat, and uh, and and we were like prepping. What do we do with Divina? Because she gets very paranoid when she gets to know that Mama is going to close the door and she's going to be in. Um. So uh, uh, most of the times it's like preparing my husband to come home early. We'll take her to the terrace. They'll do an hour of. Uh, their their own time and uh, uh, sometimes she she comes back she wants to sleep she doesn't want to be on the terrace and she wants to bang the door and th- you can hear all of that in some of the episodes I don't really take it out because I think <laughs> uh, it's a part of who I am so it's about it if I hide it I'm not being authentic no and I I, I think that makes it more natural right I mean as a young parent you and especially in our work from an environment these days those those things are kind of normal no nobody really minds that yeah yeah but uh, i used to uh, but i did a couple of times when it became part of a couple of episodes is like um does that impact the auditory experience but i think you did tell me uh, in the episode uh, with webhof that it actually added to the entire uh, setting of the podcast right right yeah yeah in that particular episode i i really loved that there were some you know voices from kids which were very natural so the overall feel was there that you know these are two young parents talking so obviously there has to be some kind of uh, uh i won't call it noise because it's kids voice it's not noise it's always good so yeah and mahesh also comments that the new wfh has actually made it more inclusive yeah absolutely it makes you makes the whole experience very natural so excellent divya we have about a minute and half left so in terms of an advice if you know for young podcasters or new podcasters who starts on who, who basically would like to start on this journey what's going to be your advice from your own experience uh, i think the one advice that i would give is when you actually figure out what to what do you want to talk about and also look at this as a long journey in the second conversation ari sudan speaks to pasna who has a podcast called comeback minimalist so pasna thank you for taking out time in this session we generally talk about you know podcasting in india some of the uh, best practices some of the learnings and those kind of things we try to share uh, some of the best practices experiences okay. our journey and then since last week we thought okay let's have guest speakers you know people who have started their podcasting journey in last one or two years uh, people like you and i and meeta pregun and others yes uh, we all fall into the same category who started <laughs> in the pandemic <laughs> right so last week we had divya you were also here and this week we want to understand your journey so you know i'll leave it to you uh, where do you come from how you got inspired 
so you know for me your introduction is the monk who sold her corporate ferrari <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you had a ferrari or a porsche uh, but you gave it away whatever it was and you moved into minimalism and gradually you became a coach and a podcaster to spread that message and i know a lot of people have been inspired by you and uh, anurag and other listeners i i think one of the biggest achievement is upasna's podcast was one of the very few podcasts which got sponsorship uh, very early uh, and not because of number of listeners or spread but because of the messaging itself uh, so number of listeners is just a by product yeah thank you arisan ji for such a lovely introduction because yeah that was the truth uh, i didn't sold my ferrari but yes i sold the dream of uh, a bigger car certainly because uh, growing up once i had a discussion with my father that uh, once we were sitting and i asked my father to buy a bigger suv car so he said uh, see i even if i afford it but i won't i won't buy it because i have some other expenses to bear for your education for your marriage and so on so when you grow up you earn that that you can get it by yourself so yes that is the truth that i ha- i do had a dream of a bigger car and uh, i i dreamed of hummer but uh, i couldn't get it but before even that i renounced that dream <laughs> so i was into corporate career for 10 long years into the software part of it and uh, in 2019 i quit my career but i did not have any further plans so i i can't say i left it for podcasting so but i left it for myself for the freedom i want to gift myself uh, i wanted myself to explore where my passion lies actually because i wasn't clear <laughs> i wasn't really clear so i sit i sat down for good 4 uh, to 5 months and in may 2020 uh i was already listening to some of the podcasts from my you know online circle uh, from my blogging friends but then it struck my mind uh, struck to my mind that yes i have a niche already with me i have a topic which i can talk about any i mean up to any extent so i don't have any limitation in the niche or the topic so when i had that with me that i was very clear with the topic i want to talk about non stop and without uh, you know without having the dearth of content so the next thing was uh, the audio part so yeah uh, that was the thing i loved about podcasting that it's an audio format and i always loved to talk it since my childhood i was the most talkative kid in my class so i always loved to talk and these both things were very clear that this resonates with me a lot the audio part and the niche so uh, what was next is what was next was uh, the uh, podcast creation and the logo was with me in my mind because i was already you know uh, propagating that minimalist lifestyle on my blog from last two years so yeah things were with me the only thing uh, needed was the spark and that's all there Excellent. i was with my podcasting journey so when you said hammer you know i was thinking you come from the tri city area chandigarh and around so you know, <laughs> hammer won't be out of place there yeah i am i am from tri city uh, i am from panchkula that is a part of tri city including panchkula chandigarh and mahali yes uh, i too had uh, that dream but not now <laughs> great so why why come back i know a million people must have asked you this question minimalist people do understand but what is comeback minimalist okay so uh, if we think about our forefathers our ancestors they were already living very minimally and we totally i mean almost all of us agree on that that they were little deprived there was a lack of resources that's why they were living minimally but 
now it's not deprivation i mean in today's scenario minimalism or minimalist lifestyle is not for the people who can't afford things it's for the privileged so and i want all of those privileged people mostly indians because my podcast mostly concentrates on indian crowd so i want all of us privileged indians to come back to that lifestyle where simplicity is the simplicity is the main uh, you know main focus yeah that's why it's come back <laughs> where, where i you. want all of us to come back or go back to that lifestyle right that that makes uh, absolute sense to me you know come back we generally don't think from that perspective but i think when you said it it makes a lot of sense yeah because we were already there but we were somehow distracted by the overconsumption of stuff media content everything <laughs> right and i i think one of the many lessons that uh, covid situation has uh, provided us with minimalism is definitely one of them you know without amazons and flipkarts of the world uh, for so many months and without malls operating we lived on whatever we had you won't believe very sudan ji my son who is almost 7 has been only to a mall once wow that that's something capable though i am in a city where malls are uh, many more i mean it's a city predominated by shopaholic uh, behavior or whatever we can portray it with but still i my, me and my husband don't like the mall culture because it's so much showy uh, yeah we don't just resonate with that culture so does he does he watch youtube while eating or does he listen to your podcast you know not while eating but yes he does watch screens he does <laughs> because it's uh, it's something we can't take away from the generation next it's their it's more of their toys kind of thing because they have seen it so i mean since their birth so i i would seriously say that it's it's more of toy kind of thing for them not a gadget it's gadget for us for our generation but it's toys for them <laughs> so yeah, yes when put in limits yeah or uh, if if the only thing we need is to put that in limit but otherwise we can't help uh, saying completely no to their screen time it it won't work right right so when you got sponsorship for this how, how did you feel because mm-hmm. i think that came about almost a year ago or many i think 8 9 10 months ago uh after starting i mean 7 months of me starting my podcast i got a sponsorship email from one of the uk company and not an indian company though so i was amazed that what i mean my numbers my listenership is not much then how come i am the one who are they approaching why are they approaching me there must be something you know uh, <laughs> there must be something butter a collaboration so i i suspected them at first but then uh, when uh, we, i have discussed with them and they i i asked them honestly that what what brought you here to my podcast so they uh, said that it's consistency that we were you know we were, we looked for that someone who is consistent in their uh, podcasting journey and the niche their their brand uh, was resonated with the niche so uh, their brand was uh, minimalistic news app so yeah that's the reason they these were these two points they uh, gave to me right right and there are good listener comments as well i don't know if you can read from divya pragun uh, oh yeah i just <laughs> miss them i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i just miss them uh, i am still getting hang of this app because it's my second time that i am third time third time i am uh, doing any uh, attending any session on mensa right right and Govind ji saying you know two generations minimalist was by default it, it was indeed yeah yes yes nobody had to do that effort but today it's a thing that we have to make efforts for it's another <laughs> it's another thing to uh, our to do list but uh, for the simplicity of it 
right right and jafar says talks about 80s and 90s you know bicycles and so on the life was very simple life no was very simple no and and these terms you know quality time uh, spending quality time with kids was weren't there because time we already had that white space in our lives you know white by white space i mean is the empty space in whatever way in uh, in our daily routine in our home so white space is a common term we use for uh, that space or time which is not you know stuffed which is not stuffed where our mind can do whatever it wants without any uh, hustle to go and without anywhere to run for right and the funny thing is now we pay for decluttering our mind and <laughs> right right because we have earned enough na <laughs> <laughs> right anand says the one many recipes in the past about recycling leftovers i i think everything was recycled and india is notoriously famous or infamous for squeezing you know even the last a bit of a toothpaste that toothpaste. is one of the finest yes, examples yes, yes. You know, so we, we are born minimalist indians are <laughs> born minimalist but the only thing is when we uh, have, when we have increase when we run Uh, day and night behind uh, you know for increasing a purchasing capacity and then one day while running we realize oh my god we have come so far that we have uh, left the important things behind now it's time to go back so rather than reaching to that point where we feel we have reached a saturation it's better to you know uh, watch our better to keep a watch on daily not at least daily but weekly basis so that we don't I feel exhausted and overwhelmed. Coming back to you know your podcasting journey, have you heard from people who have been in, impacted by your message uh, or motivated to you know change their lifestyle? You must be hearing some stories, right, from your listeners? Yes, not exactly on the uh, you know from the podcast, but yes, from the lifestyle I am trying to propagate. Certainly, there were friends, there were many friends who came to me that you are an inspiration. and jab wo ye sentence bolte hai na you are an inspiration bus my my days meet <laughs> mujhe aisa lagta hai wow this is what i wanted that to be an inspiration in someone's life for following this lifestyle for following simple lifestyle minimalist lifestyle and my motive has been met right and i think inspiration is probably the most carbon neutral giveaway that anybody can have <laughs> very right and we need it very frequently you know this motivation thing na it's 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 a, it has very short life we need constant motivation and inspiration it's not that we have read something uh, good today and we don't need it tomorrow it's not it doesn't work that way because i i have experienced it myself when i read a good book it stays with me for some time but then you know i i start feeling that i am going again away from that thing or i am losing the con- context so it's something motivation is something that you know we need on a regular basis and so jaffer is saying time for subtraction philosophy yes jaffer totally because uh, the first step in motiv- uh, minimalist journey is the subtraction whatever we don't feel we have to uh, declutter it we have to subtract it from your life only then we can look for what's new that what's new that we can add and in that to intentionally yeah yeah very so so when you when you started your podcasting journey i know you you were a techie already so i i think you had the tech part handled uh, how challenging was it for you to basically learn the basic things uh, you know how to create a podcast recording hosting publishing all those kind of things okay yes you are right being a little bit of techy person uh, techy in the sense that i was in a tech job uh, so the you know the technical things were already sorted but the challenge was recording part because having two small kids at my home and that uh, continuous voices coming from here and there uh it's it it was challenging to choose the time and to uh, that perfect location in my home you know where i <laughs> have to hide and record for the podcast so earlier when it was season 1 i was the only one recording my podcast so they, those were you know uh, short uh, short episodes mostly 
uh, extended to 10 minutes of time. So I used to uh, hide in the, I don't have a storeroom, but a mandir uh, in my home. But I used to hide in mandir and close the door and record there. But in season two, because these episodes are a bit longer, I decided to, and, and yes, then you need a good mic and uh, that to connect it to your laptop. So I decided to choose the time which is early morning or late nights. So that was the only challenge with me. So literally you started as a minimalist in podcaster. You know, <laughs> hiding in whatever space you could find. And, uh, actually, I, I guess you were actually because I was recording microphone. using mobile microphone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is I started that way. Practice. Yeah. yeah, because I wanted to see that if, if microphone, phone microphone works well, then... It's fine with my uh, this microphone. Why to buy such, uh, you know, uh, so many equipments for the purpose which is solving its purpose already with. Yeah, so uh, then for season two, yes, I bought a condenser mic because it was uh, posing some challenges, my phone microphone. Right, right, yeah. And especially if you are taking the journey to the next level, I think it's uh, it, it only makes sense if your content is more uh, you know good quality, right? Also, not just the content itself, but voice. Yeah, quality. I was testing the waters with myself because uh, see two things which I was uh, looking for that is my voice really suitable for the podcast? You know, sometimes your voice is not as such that people want to listen to. So that was one thing, and second thing that uh, I could also feel comfortable doing that thing so these are the two things i just try uh, i wanted to test myself for right right so in terms of you know if you have to give one or two pieces of advice for youngsters who want to start their podcast uh, you know some of our listeners may be motivated to start their own podcast on a certain topic uh, what's going to be your golden words or advice uh, to those people mm-hmm First of all, because podcasting again is getting, uh, you know, the competition is increasing in podcasting also. So select your niche, choose your niche, because without niche, you would be, you know, uh, saying anything. You would not find a purpose behind your uh, podcasting. And second thing, uh, while when you have recorded, finished recording, listen to your own voice, because that's the only way to improve. And third one is, of course, don't get obsessed with your voice because it, it also happens that when we listen to only our voice, when we start doing that, we get obsessed with our voice. Listen to other podcasts as well but that, because that that's very important. That's very important. Listen to other podcasts a lot. And last one is consistency because without consistent efforts, you lose the credibility. Bang yes. on, bang on. Uh, especially, you know, listening to other podcasts, I think that is very, very important because then you know what works, what doesn't work, uh, what are the kind right, of Right, right. Uh, yes. I, I started getting obsessed with my voice because I, I started uh, listening to my podcast again and again to, you know, to try to improve. But then we have to stop somewhere <laughs> and start listening people more. Right. Yeah, excellent points and uh, it, it was very good talking to you, Upasna. Uh, Anurag, Hetal, Meeta, uh, thoughts, questions from you? We have about a minute left. I just want to say uh, it's a nice initiative, Upasna. Just keep up the good work and you always inspire me every time I hear you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Meeta, yeah. Meeta yeah. is there because yeah. she doesn't have a pick. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Meeta. Yeah, and especially for getting us back to our roots, though it was, you know, the roots were always there and making the concept alive. Such a beautiful concept you have come with. So all the best to you. In our third and final conversation of this episode, Arisudan speaks to Meeta Jagtap, who has a podcast called failure to success. In this podcast, she brings out the stories of unsung heroes from India and beyond. So Meeta's podcast is very uh, special and special in the sense, uh, you know, we we hear a lot of things about motivational stories anyway. Uh, There are a lot of people who do motivational stories, but uh, 
here we are uh, you know in meeta's podcast you get to hear about people that we don't even know that they exist so you know people like uh, uh, there is an iron lady in pakistan called muniba muniba uh, yeah yeah and then we had kalpana saroj who, who was a child bride and became a chairman of 2000 crore company so there are many such stories people uh, who had a, you know either a very troubled childhood or some other kind of background and they not only struggled but they emerged successful and became shiny example in their own fields uh, just, just like you know in recent times we have started hearing about lakshmi kutti amma uh, so yeah. some of those stories were covered in meeta's podcast so that's very commendable to you know bring out such people their stories and i'm sure this will require uh, a good amount of research also because not all the information is readily available first of all to find out such good examples and then uh, putting it into a podcast format so meeta truly a uh, commendable job there and i think that's where we want to start uh, you know you can start by telling about yourself where you come from i, I know you are in bangalore so uh, it's the i have you know loveliest weather these days it's too windy so you have to close all the windows i guess it's the same with you yeah. and uh, yeah so yeah over to you meeta your journey how you started what motivated you uh when it started last year uh, in 2020 when the entire world was hit by uh, you know covid and pandemic so during those days in lockdown i was at home and you know i used to hear a lot of uh, news on social media through friends through family and everywhere you know there was a a lot of sadness depression anxiety and it, which uh, you know impacted me also so i was like okay now i should you know and i've been writing past many years since 2013 i was i used to uh, do a lot of journaling and uh, so i thought now is the time that you know i should share some uh, some positivity some good things you know so that it helps me to motivate and others also that's how the uh, idea of failure to success started so i started with these stories and uh, so that's how i started <laughs> great so w- what motivated to uh, basically you know bring out these stories um, and specifically the area how do you choose those heroes uh okay uh, the basically uh, i do i read a lot uh, this has a very well connection with my own life also uh i have a son who is a special child and uh, long back 12 years ago uh, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy so though uh, those were the times it was a very difficult phase for me to come out of you know that time so i desperately you know look forward that someone should come and someone should you know hold my hand and you know inspires me motivates me so that was a very difficult phase for us as a parents so during those days i was very fortunate and i was guided uh, by wise people who came forward and who motivated me and who helped me to you know to see and to look at the brighter side of life so during those days i started uh, uh, reading about a lot of motivational speakers how they have uh, you know uh, how they overcame about their obstacles their challenges in their life so it inspired me a lot it helped me a lot and a lot of positivity was infused so mm, that's how i got motivated and uh, regarding uh, the stories i find them on internet and i read a lot about them and uh, then i do a very well research and uh, then gather my thoughts <laughs> then my own uh, experiences and learnings from my own life and that's how i connect with these uh, great leaders or unsung heroes then i write and narrate <laughs> so so good to know about this meeta these are some of the things we cannot even imagine because you know how however much you empathize but you know these are the experiences which are very personal so yeah. you know when i i was reading about satyanand dela and going through his life story mm-hmm. that itself was amazing you know managing so many things and then you have a kid who requires extra mm-hmm. attention and lot of extra attention to that i think right? yeah, yeah. so along with that and your day job and so many other things so that is amazing okay so me nomita I, i was just you know moving on uh, yeah. so you had your passion you used to write journals and you already had some research and now i think uh, you know you're way around all of that but in terms yeah. of 
technology side of things how was that journey uh, because you know living in our cities it's always kind of noisy to find that place and if you have a family of four with two kids i'm sure it's not an easy time with young kids especially yeah you have very well connected with this uh, journey was good and if you if you're talking about technicalities and recording part was a real really challenging for me because first of all being a homemaker and juggling between many responsibilities to write the content i really needed a time to you know to gather my thoughts to do a research and then uh, writing down you know it it needs lot of time and then when it comes to recording i have to find a peaceful place and a time wherein you know it is uh, there are no background noises so i wait for night time or early morning time to record <laughs> so that, that that was the that is the main thing i'm facing up till now also i hope it will get a, uh, get better with the time so meeta how how about your family uh, i know your husband uh, he himself is a techie uh, no he was into sales and marketing and uh, right now uh, he is planning to start his own startup in agritech and the family uh, family's response is great like everybody is very supportive failure and failure to success is like part of family now so everybody is very supportive in that way they they feel very good you know okay uh, today the episode is getting released or you know lot of support is there from them in fact my husband right. is also very supportive yeah yeah so do you get some ideas from them some inputs that you know probably you can talk about this person or that person something like that those kind of tips yes i i do get ideas from my husband from my daughter from my own father so the so they come and they tell okay next time when, whenever you are going to record just think about this person and then you can start writing about this so that that's again a great help from my family right right and i know in we are common we we have some common podcasting groups and every time you post a new episode i i think a lot of people do listen to that immediately and at least that that has been my experience that we see yeah. some instant comments within you know 15 20 minutes yeah. uh, because people are always curious who is this person and what they have done in their life those kind of things mm-hmm. so do people reach out to you outside of these forums somebody who has heard and uh, you know got motivated or inspired or just just like the episode and some some of those comments uh, well i don't know anyone personally and when whenever i you know get reviews and good comments from my listeners so that that itself is a very great feeling like it makes me happy like even even if you know it affects the person of uh, one person's life or it added the value of you know uh, added the value in their life so it means a lot for me so that itself makes a very happy so i haven't interacted you know anyone personally but i don't know but uh, it makes me happy when i get good reviews or you know someone comments that you know your work is good very well research content and a nice story so it it really motivates right. me right and we have nancy also on speaker panel hey nancy hi arishuddin hi meeta hi um i have a question so uh, the topic of your podcast is quite a passionate one and uh, i quickly checked uh, the website or uh, you have that link and um it looks like so uh, much passion bottled up in uh, each podcast or each episode now are you always in that zone because i imagine it requires a certain level of zeal uh, are you always when it comes to content creation when it comes to recording your podcast are you always in that zone um uh, and if not how do you get there uh, if you talk about me you know that whether i am always in that zone so i personally feel that we all require you know uh, doses of motivation and reading about these leaders reading about these superheroes uh, unsung heroes itself gave me lot of inspiration motivation and positivity which which you know uh, uh, you know uh, create, uh, which gives uh, uh, infuses a lot of good energy within me which keeps me motivated and of course as i mentioned that you know my son is the reason so even i have ups and downs in my life so whenever i feel down or you know whenever i uh, uh, you know not motivated definitely i divert my mind i i prefer reading something good something i uh, like to be you know like minded people 
I like to connect with them, which keeps me motivated. And that's how I come into that zone. <laughs> so we, we fall down, then again, you know, we rise up like that. that that's so incredible, Meeta. I have a quick follow-up questions. Uh, question, what um, tips would you give uh, someone who wants to get into the zone? Uh, motivational zone you are uh, talking? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would definitely say that one needs to organize their life. Like if we are talking about day. So it starts uh, like, uh, you know, uh, there, there has to be an early morning routine. One needs to be organized. One needs to be planned. One needs to give some time to their, you know, own self for their mental peace, for their physical part. Then uh, working on your subject. Uh, um, and uh, a lot of time wherein you know you 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 can serve yourself in a positive way you can uh, you know whether it is connecting with nature whether it is reading something motivational whether it is uh, connecting you know with like-minded people uh, everybody has their own you know things like we have to identify those uh, uh, particular thing and then that's how you know these are the ways one can come in a motivational zone that's very helpful. Thank you, Meet. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Thanks for pitching in, Nancy. And uh, Meeta, there are some nice comments there from Upasna, from Pragun. Thank you, Upasna. Uh, about the journey. Thanks, Pragun. <laughs> and uh, Pragun also mentioned about a parlay story. Uh, yes. Do you want to tell very quickly about what was that parlay story? For uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, when I was researching the content, so I came across the story and every day we have happy and, you know, Parleji. So I never thought that, you know, uh, how Parleji, you know, came in picture. So this was a, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, company uh, wherein, you know, the product is always uh, a very reasonable product. And so that's how the story was that and it how it remained. And, and it, it, it has gone through a lot of, uh, it has seen a lot of failures, how they picked up, how they, uh, you know, connected with other, uh, you know, industries and how they came in Indian market. So it was a story about that, which really helped. And it was very interesting. And, uh, you know, many people have liked that story. So this was a right. small. And on yeah. a lighter note, uh, you know, my biggest yeah. challenge is yeah. Parleji. And I think a lot of people will agree <laughs> is to, you know, <laughs> keep the biscuit intact when you <laughs> Uh, dip it into your uh, tea, uh, invariably, you know, it will go down. That's one. Yeah. The, the work. And that that's, is not the worst part. That needs a skill. Yeah. And Nancy, that is I not the worst part. The worst part, is, yeah, the worst part is you use the second biscuit to uh, <laughs> rescue that and even that goes down. So, so that is my biggest challenge with Parleji. Well, <laughs> Mahesh says keep his spoon handy. Come on, Mahesh. <laughs> that is for British chat. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. We used to have that competition who can keep the biscuit for the longest uh, in the tea, and you know, still bring it back. Uh, maybe you, well, anyhow, maybe you can. Uh, maybe you can experiment and then share your tips with others, so we can you know follow <laughs> that. <laughs> right. Okay, so we have a question from Shruti. What are the yeah. next few steps you foresee in your podcasting journey? Yes, I think very important question. I think you have done how many episodes have you done so far? I think lots uh, of them. I have done yeah, 65 to 70 in one year I have done. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and next step is like, uh, see, the idea of this podcast was to, again, uh, I consider, uh, like I would like to share that many a times we see failures as a, you know, something very challenging and uh, in our uh, life we see failures as a major defeat and of course I agree that you know everyone doesn't have a courage to come out of those failures so idea of this podcast was to you know to help people to understand that before success comes one has to go through failures and uh, it is a part of success and uh, like uh, one should know you know how to deal with them not uh, Everyone can handle it. So idea was this to, you know, get these stories and to let people know how these people have dealt with their own failures, how they have overcome the challenges in their own life and how they uh, uh, came above these obstacle challenges and these situations. And then they started leading a life. And then that's how. 
so maybe next step could be you know uh, uh, collaborating with my you know fellow podcasters <laughs> that could be a next step <laughs> right yeah i think that's only logical and doing 60 to 70 episodes in a year that itself is impressive and uh, require some serious consistency and yeah. lot of motivation yourself yeah uh, along with family and you know your regular work doing it week after week uh, it's not easy at all yes yes i agree with you because yeah. when we write the content and when the content content is research it it it, sh- it is not like that you know you read and you write of course you have to align with your own thoughts with your own experiences and then that those thoughts has to be connected with the person's story that's how i write my scripting and then i narrate like that right and and i totally agree with what pragun has mentioned you know magical voice that speaks of power confidence and success so you know when i heard your podcast for the first time uh, the kind of pauses and the special emphasis you had uh, in some of the sentences that was thank you know you feel that topic thank you like pragun yeah thanks a lot arisudan ji and thank you to all my you know fellow podcaster you have been uh, been a great source of inspiration especially you pragun upasana who have encouraged me a lot in this journey yeah and for other listeners you know meeta's voice is exactly uh, as it is right now the way she is sounding she sounds the same on her podcast <laughs> so it's very natural and one thing meeta podcast we all know as podcasters podcast not only includes you know script writing and then collecting the stories but it also includes the you know modulation of voice which which reflects very much in your podcast thank you upasna thanks a lot because that makes the podcast more attractive only then you know it you stick to it you get glued to it yeah Uh, it comes from my childhood i had lot of passion you know <laughs> talking uh, rehearsing but i never got a chance to be on a stage maybe this uh, podcasting is a great platform to express your views your knowledge with other you know people and of course it helps you know it helps a person who is doing a podcasting like it helps a person to grow to become a better version of oneself and of course it helps other people so why not this absolutely absolutely so you know the journey on stage for podcasting has already started now yes yeah but in terms of early feedback i'm sure you must have received feedback from uh, good people around you your friends and so on who has been your biggest critic somebody who gave it you know kind of ruthless feedback jisko bolte hain ki ekdam tough <laughs> honestly speaking none of the listeners have given me but yes my husband has given me <laughs> tum yahan galat ho you have to say like this you have to tell like this but but i consider these as you know these other things wherein you know uh, you know which can be worked and and i am always open to the honest feedbacks because that that is the way we improve that that is the way we you know come out our own limitations so i personally feel you know very open to these feedbacks right and i i have a term for these people and probably divya will remember <laughs> from one of the earlier episodes i call them kamina friends <laughs> i i won't call your husband that but you know they are your best friends who give you the most honest feedback yes yes they are the great yeah. support also you know friends because that's how we keep on going and it's really needed yeah yeah de- definitely So so far, what what's been your biggest challenge, Meeta, in terms of you know getting the script ready, then getting it into a podcast form, getting it out of the door? What's been your biggest challenge in general? Uh, I don't feel it as a challenge because recording is one of the challenge because I don't have any personal studio, neither I have one separate room. So there is a part of my house which is you know a, a kind of a study table <laughs> wherein you know a corner is there. So I always request people, please whatever you have to do, do in advance, and then I go into that corner. Then then I start writing, and I don't feel there is a challenge because. reading about these people these are like doses of motivation for me it it really gives me a new perspective of life a new vision okay when they can do you know how when they can do why can't i do so i don't think it is a challenge rather i am very it, uh, you know it's it's my passion and when passion is there in your work 
it it really helps you to go long in your journey i feel so so if somebody wants to suggest some some someone to you that you know you should cover this story that i have come across uh, how do people reach out to you to suggest or to make such suggestions sometimes they dm me and uh, Uh, and yes i am ready if someone you know suggests me definitely i'll write that and i remember you have also suggested me i have to work on that so it's a great thing like if someone is suggesting definitely i'll work on that i will research and then i will write and then definitely i'll i'll narrate excellent so meela with 17 seconds left i think um, yeah we are up there so very good uh, very good talking to you and thanks a lot for coming thank you everyone and thank you arishudan ji We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to check out the Menza app which is available for iOS and Android devices and be part of this amazing ever growing community of creators, listeners and learners. We will see you in the next episode.